0: we still talking about the church being in its finest hour. Amen? Amen? There is so much for the church to be looking forward to, but one thing I found now, that the church has got to stop looking down on the ground. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be ye lifted up, you everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. So that tells me we got something to look forward to. That was not predicated to the world, but that was to the church. Come on, somebody. That was to the people of the living God. Amen. If you would, we'll start off in Romans chapter 8. Back to Romans chapter 8. I think I heard something about Romans chapter 8 on Sunday. It would behoove you if you read the whole book of Rome. Uh, There's some stuff in there about us. (laughs) Romans chapter 8 verses... 39, well, 35 through 39. When you have found us, said praise the Lord. And the book says... So wait a minute, it starts out with a question. Am I right? Who shall separate us from... The love of Christ. Now, when he made that statement, behind it followed a whole lot of circumstances. It's easy to answer the question and say no, but then you got to wait till you hear all the circumstances. And the circumstances here, shall tribulation stop you? Are you going to allow distress to stop you or separate you from the love of God? You know, sometimes we get to the point that uh, even in our walk with God, sometimes we get to the point that we get so uh, disgusted in our situation that we claim uh, we act like God ain't going to show up. We act like God don't care. We act like God don't hear them. Come on, somebody. And then you get that famous word to come out of your mouth, what's the use? Hey, Amen. Am I talking to some real people? Will you allow persecution? Will you allow what you go through to separate you from God? Hey, Amen. Because guess what? Every man that is born of a woman, and I said man, that means human, that is born of a woman is of a few days and full of trouble. So guess what? Persecution is coming. Will you allow it since you learned who he is, since you know all about him now? Are you going to allow anything, persecution, to separate you from his love? What about famine? Because you ain't eating what you think you ought to have to eat. Going to be some hungry days. Amen. Come on, somebody. The way things that are going now, we'll be lucky if we got anything to eat. <clears throat> but would you allow that to cause you to distrust God? Or to fall out of his love? Because he already done told you he'll make a way out of no way? If he dropped man up from the sky to feed the children of Israel in the wilderness, he can't send you a piece of bread? Amen. Or would you let nakedness? What you get caught up in? Will you allow that and say, well, I've been caught, so I'm just going to give up? No, you don't just give up. You go back to the throne of grace to get some help. Will you allow pearls or a sword? War is going to come. Amen. Bombs going to fly. That's when you really need to be finding yourself wrapped up in God. It says, as it is written, for thou's sake, not your sake, but for his sake. For thou's sake, we are killed all the day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay, in all these things, we are more than what? We are more than conquerors through him that loved us. You can't be a conqueror unless you stay in the love of God. The love of God makes provision what? For your strength, because if you ain't got no strength, you can't be a conqueror. Huh? If you can't be a warrior, you can't be a conqueror. You got to be suited for the battle. Are you prepared to fight? Come on now. Gideon wasn't prepared to fight, but through God, he became a great man of valor. Yet though he was hiding behind the wine press, Amen. but God told him, "Get on off about that. I know oh, I can't use you behind. I need you on the battlefield." Amen. <coughs> then he said, "For I am persuaded. Oh, the persuasion got to be in your mind." And in your heart, that you are more than a conqueror. If you walk thinking failure, you're going to be a failure. Because you have suited up your mind to fail. Come on, somebody. So guess what? Every corner you turn, you're looking for failure. And if you're looking for failure, then you couldn't possibly be walking by faith. Amen. Amen. Faith is not what you already see. Faith is what you hope for. Come on now. So, I'm persuaded that neither death, you got to be persuaded in your mind, if I die, I'm still going to live with the Lord. Uh, Even in death, Jane, you got to have it already in your mind. I shall rise again. Nor life, no matter what you're going through, while you're on top of the ground. You still got to have that confidence that you are more than a conqueror. Nor angels or principalities. That means that these things are, are, are in high places. You can't let nothing even in high places cause you to think that you are not in the love of God and cause you to think that you are not a conqueror. Come on now. Spirit see you coming and because they know that the faith is in you and the spirit that working in you, they supposed to flee. Amen. If they ain't fleeing, guess what? You need to check out your memoir. You need to check out your resume and see if it's up the park. Come on now, because the Bible tells me he said that they gonna come to you one way, but how many ways they gonna flee from you? Seven. Seven. So if they ain't fleeing, something ain't there. Your confidence ain't there, huh? Your persuasion is not there. Nor power, nor things present. Not things to come. We talk about the end time coming. But guess what? Because the end time is coming, you can't stop the end time from coming because it's going to come. But guess what? Because it's coming, you can't allow it to cause you to fall out of the love of God. But well, the Bible tells us that there's going to be a great falling away from where? From the church. A great falling away. A number of believers is going to fall away from the truth. You see them already. Amen. Nor height, nor depth, or any other creature. Watch the more false gods you be creating. Watch the most false god you be putting your confidence in. Watch people that you put your confidence in. If your confidence ain't in Christ Jesus, guess what? You got it in the wrong place. Amen. Shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. We cannot stay in the love of God. And not be separated unless we stay in Jesus Christ. The question is to the church, if if God is for us, who can be against us? What power can be against us if God is for us? Now, Because my Bible tells me that Jesus said I rose with all power. So what other power is there? You know what it is? It's by the persuasion of your mind. You well, you give your mind over to. What shall defeat us? What danger, what war shall we be afraid of as long as we are in the love of God? Hmm. If God did not spare his son from going to the cross to get you where you are today, why would he let an evil outside force bring charges against you since he is the eternal judge? Hmm. He did the dying. Am I I right? He is the all-knowing God. So what do you need anybody to bring a, a, a accusation against you to him for? Ain't nothing that he don't already know. Am I right about it? Since he is the eternal judge, now the question is back on us: Who will we allow to separate us from the love of God? We can get an, a, a separation. Come on, somebody. It's, we can get a separation and we can get a divorce. And we don't want God to divorce us. Uh, come on, somebody. Separation will allow you to think about it, Jane. Did I leave God for naught? Do I have an opportunity to be like the prodigal son and go back to my father's house? Or do you want oh God to serve you uh, divorce papers and you get a reprobated mind that you can't get back to the truth? <laughs> These are some of the questions that we must ask ourselves. Will trouble Suffering and afflictions, tribulations turn you around and make you go back the way you came from. Will hardship make you go back? You know, sometimes when things get kind of hard, we kind of go back and search for that old sedative that we used to. That Daniel worked once. Uh, It ought to work again. got a kick though. (laughs) Come on, somebody. Until you come down. When you come down, the same problem is that. Can I pop two, three pills and and get into la-la land and all my problems be gone? For temporary until you come down. Same problem you had when you went up is the same one you got when you come back down. So guess what? Outside of God, there is no solution. Hmm. Crack can't help you. Marijuana either. Come on now. Can't nothing help you but the love of God. Well, we going to go through trials after trials, and we're going to be counted as sheep. That is being led to the slaughter, huh? Somebody gonna die for the word of God. We don't know who, but we gotta be prepared just in case it come down our street. Amen. Cause guess what? The enemy gonna have to try his best in order to get to, to cause you to be lost. The enemy has got to get. The name of Jesus Christ out of your mouth, and whatever cause he still has to try to get the love of Christ out of you for you to be condemned. For because the Bible tells us that there is no condemnation in those that believe in Christ. So guess what? He had to get Christ out of you for you to be condemned. Am I in the book? So you're not just a conqueror. I looked in the app and he said, you're a super conqueror. What are you saying? It's more than you than meets the eye. It's more in you than you really actually know. But guess what? The enemy knows what's in you. That's why he has to pick and choose what he attack you with. Because guess what? He knows that you're not just going to fall for anything. Come on, somebody. So what he do? He searches for the weak spots. And those are the spots he makes his attack on. Jesus Christ, you you got to be convinced in your mind and your spirit that no other power above or below would be able to separate you from the love of God. because guess what? so I'm gonna go below mm-hmm. but guess what if, if so happen you go below go below in the name of Jesus Christ because if you go below in the name of Jesus Christ you ain't gonna stay there Amen. huh? Amen. you gotta rise yes. according to the word of God if you die in Christ you shall rise. Go to Philippians chapter 4, if you would, please. <laughs> now, Aunt Tina, you, you put me on this. See, I'm a, I lied to say something a, a, upset a whole lot of folks, so you can't, cook, can't put me on it. Okay. You know, I. When I come out with it, I come out with it. Philippians chapter 4, verse 11. What did Paul say? For I have learned in whatsoever state I am there will to be content. I know both how to be a base and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things, I am instructed both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer. I can do all things through Christ. Wow. All things? So then, through Christ, there should be not be any losing in you. Amen. In Christ, there should be nothing but a winner. Amen. Amen. But guess what? You said like you got to learn how to be content, because if we don't learn how to be content, when we get to the part that when we uh, uh, are kind of running low, you know, you got to know how. You still got to know how to give God glory, even when you're on the low side of the mountain. Amen. Even when you're on the peak side of the mountain, you got to know how to get God his glory. Because it was because God got you there. So Paul was saying, I have been in a position where I done had much and I done had less. But look here, I was content in the condition that I was in. Come on now. Because guess what? You think about it. If you serve serving the God that can do all things. You can be content in where you are because if you're not content, you will wind up putting your trust or running out other things while you're leaving God on the back burner. <clears throat> huh? Can you imagine? Elijah had nothing. Heaven shut up for three and a half years. He didn't even have a piece of bread. Huh? Jane, he didn't have not a piece of meat to eat. But look look at God. That God spoke to his creation and told the raven, take him something to eat. Until the brook dried up. Look at God. For three and a half years he had water. Can you see our position in God? That we be worried about so much stuff when God has already made plans for our provision. And not only that, because of his faith in God and and in following God's instruction, God decided he was going to bless somebody else. So he blessed this woman that made him a cake, a morsel of cake. And look here, if you do what I told you to do, you'll never go hungry again. She said, let me make my cake and lay down and die. Now, it ain't time for you to die. It's time for you to live. Amen. We got to stop trying to die because we can die any time. But in the present moment, we need to be trying to find a way to live. Come on, somebody. Why? Because this is the finest hour of the church. And if it's the finest hour of the church, God got to show up in you to show out that the world may see that God still lives. Telling us no matter what you don't have and your own situation, we must learn to be content regardless of the circumstances. Huh? He said, I, Paul said, I know what it means to be in want. Huh? When you know what it means to be in one, you can have a better appreciation for God. Amen. huh? I know what it means to go without. I also know what it means to have more than enough. Having plenty. But guess what? Having plenty. Don't you put no confidence in you. Don't put no confidence in you. Amen. Because guess what? Here today, gone tomorrow. Come on. You think them folks down in Texas and Louisiana were expecting that, 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 that big old tornado to hit them? Went through the city and wiped everything off the foundation. Here today, gone tomorrow it didn't happen it didn't just happen to be in louisiana it could have been in little rock huh went through texas and oklahoma and louisiana and from the one i seen it was so wide looked like it would have took a whole town out it was just that wide You think that the two folks that it did take out of this world? Do you think that they uh uh, uh knew that they were leaving him here today, gone tomorrow? Be content with Christ. You got to be content with Christ. Amen. You got to be content with Christ and knowing that if you are part of His body. He makes provision for his body, just like you make provision for your body. Come on now. Don't you go around here thinking that your body is so pretty that you don't need to put no water on it. (laughs) Huh? You better put some water on it. You better make a provision for it and get you some dial soap or some kind of soap. Come on now! But I also know how to stay focused on where I'm going. And here is the problem: is is when the church don't stay focused on where they're trying to go. We lose focus on the sight that one day we got to get up out of here. Amen. Amen. And we running around in the world like it's Easter Sunday and we hunt hunting Easter eggs. We're running around gathering all the eggs we can find. losing focus on where you really supposed to be trying to go putting all your eggs in one basket Amen. and the game got nothing stored up there what did he tell you to put your treasure mm-hmm. store your treasures in the heaven where mouse nor rust do get in and corrupt huh Amen. So Paul is saying you got to stay focused. So in everything, in every way, I learn what the secret is. The secret is being full, satisfied with Christ, yet hungry, always striving for more. If we're going to strive for more, let's strive for more of knowing more about Jesus than we do about anything else. Because the more we know about him, the more revelation we get. And the more revelation we get, the more we know how to walk toward him. And the more we learn how to walk toward him, the more power that is in him is invested in you. Amen. Yeah. Come on, somebody. Amen. So take the limits off. Yeah. Huh? Huh? Take the limits off because he said that you can do all things through him that strengthen you. We the one got the limitations on him. Come on, somebody. Hypothetically. So don't y'all run to the mark trying to raise nobody that's dead. But if somebody died and, <laughs> and Christ told you to go lay hands on him and he shall live. he just would not test your obedience I used that because it was something large but what if it was something small something some small day, to because we don't listen to the voice of God we can't walk in the power of God unless we listen to the voice of God because you can't get clear instructions. Anything else, you be going off on your own. Amen. Some things you'll get ready to do, and God might say, "Don't." You might say in your mind, "What is right to do?" But God said, "Don't," and He might have had a reason for telling you. We don't forget, he knows all things. Amen. And we got to learn how to follow that small, still voice because guess what? He knows all things. He knows the way that we take. Amen. Let's go to 1 John chapter 1. First John, I John, however you want to call him. Are we there? <clears throat> we'll start at the first verse and uh, down through verse ten while we travel. First verse says. That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen, eyes, which we have looked upon, and our hands have held of the word of life. Now hold it. Now here John is declaring something that took place with the apostles. And they said... This was from the beginning. What was from the beginning? The word of God. Which we have heard. Which we have seen with our eyes. How did they see the word of God with their eyes? Through Jesus Christ. Amen. So now they're not talking about something that they heard they telling you that they are a eyewitness of this. Which we have looked upon. Our hands have handled. They have placed their hands on God himself. Wow. Wow. For this life was manifested. And we have seen it. What life was manifest? The word of God was manifest in Jesus Christ. And we have seen it. And we bear witness. And show unto you that eternal life which was with the Father and was manifest unto us. Oh, have mercy. Look at what God showed them. My God, my God. I was eyewitness of this eternal life. How were they eyewitness of this eternal life? They saw him rise the third day from the grave. They said, I'm telling you what I know, not what somebody told me. We were eyewitnesses. Then they said, That which we have seen and heard, we dec- I tell it, I pass it on to you. Huh? I pass this phenomenon on to you. I pass this great thing. Uh, this magnificent thing that we saw and we held and we heard, we lived with. I'm passing it on to you. I was an eyewitness that you may know and have faith in Jesus Christ. Uh, what was we at? That also may have fellowship with oh Wait a minute. How are we going to have fellowship with them? We're going to have to have fellowship with them through their doctrine. But they're writing what they are laying aside and passing on to us. And the only way that we can have this fellowship with them is through the word of God. Read the book. And truly our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. And these things write we unto you that your. Wow. Yes. Wow. The church is supposed to be lit up off of the Word of God. Yes. The church is supposed to be lit up what they find out about Jesus Christ. Yes. Come on, somebody. Amen. Mm. That your joy may be full. Yes. Huh? Yes. Jane, you can have some joy. It don't make no difference. You just got two nickels to rub together. Yes. You still, if you, if you got your mind in the right place on Christ, you still can have some joy. Yes. You can have some joy. i speak of a joy and full of glory. Because guess what? Your joy don't come from what's in your pocket. Your joy got to come from the Lord. Yes. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. This then is the message which we have heard of him and declared unto you. That God is light. And in him is no darkness at all. God is light. Huh? And what do the next verse say? If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not. Oh, so you don't only have to speak a lie. You can live a lie. Hmm. Hmm. So he said, if you walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. So your lips can be zipped and you still can lie. Huh? You can act a lie. Huh? Come on, somebody. Uh, uh you can shout a lot, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, shout like God is all over. get the full focus or the full view or the full picture of all liars that have their part in the lake, the brown We thought they were just talking about what they spoke out their mouth, Ro. But it go deeper than that. You sit there and tell me you got the quickening power because you throw your hand up and ain't, ain't God ain't, ain't felt nothing. You just you just lied up on the praise, huh? Woo! It's all in my hand. It must be arthritis because it wasn't the Holy Ghost. be offering him up false is a lie right it's either right or wrong so if we offer up him false praises come on now one thing I I, I caution you on don't be in the house of God giving God some more lying praises you got going on Oh, watch how y'all testify sometime. Make sure God is getting the praise and not you. Come on now. Because it's supposed to be God gets the glory. Amen. That one was free. With. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, clean. You mean to tell me we can walk off from under the blood? We can walk off from under the blood and not be cleansed? especially hmm. then he said watch it how you don't have fellowship one with another cause if the saints of God ain't got fellowship with one another who are you fellowshipping with hmm you're fellowshipping with another spirit hmm. watch what you get your attention Come on now. Let's take it to the let's take it to the natural side. Big family. Because God family is gonna be big, y'all. It ain't gonna be just y'all. Y'all need to understand. It ain't gonna be just y'all. Amen. This big family. Amen. We don't want to get it too big, though. We're just gonna say ten children. <laughs> Now, of course you can you 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 can you can always uh, in the natural you can always call DHS and and, 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 and try to get adopted in somebody else's family. Uh, uh, you can always go in the uh So guess what? So then, yes ma'am. God ain't got it, but I showed me to. Amen. Huh? Amen. Yeah. Come on now. Lord, help me to praise you till they come down. Yeah, yeah. Send it on down, Lord. Send it on down. Amen. Come on now. You know, I, we, 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 we we must remember now we're human. We're human. We're human. We don't all time feel. I want you to sit there, cause you ain't you ain't feeling it. So. See by self. Oh! So you gotta realize what state you in. Huh? Come on, somebody. Stop walking around here like you Lily White. And you know that you got some dirty fingernails. Huh? Come on now. Don't make no difference if you ain't got clear coat over them. You can hide them up with that red stuff, but still, God, oh, he's down in there. Still some dirt down in there. Got so that red stuff, either. huh? So then you got to turn around and do like the next verse said. If we Best with our sin, He is faithful and to, and to cleanse us. This, then he says, "Some or all? all. Cleanse us from all unrighteousness." The tenth verse says, "If we say that we have not sin, we make in His word." Is not oh, so is that? Don't you come in here and talk like you ain't did nothing? Well, well. Huh? Come on now. Don't come in here like you ain't said nothing wrong, did nothing wrong you just as white lily clean as can be. So guess what that does. When you fake faking and shaking, it it causes you not to go to a throne of grace that you can obtain help because you're fooling yourself, telling yourself you're all right. And if you're telling yourself you're all right, that means the light can't shine on you. Am I in the right place? Amen. So, John is telling the believers about that light. And not only was he telling them about that light that was of the world, that they saw by eyewitness. We have touched him. We have seen him. You know, that's amazing, Lamont. Can did you, did you imagine? Show up on the scene These boys are letting us know That we saw all of this stuff What an awesome testimony To leave for the saints of God Amen Don't lose sight that God is light And in him there is not An ounce of darkness Man, if you would, as time rushes on, let's go to Titus chapter two. As they were going to need this truth passed on to them. Amen. So go guess what? It ain't over. The work is not over. Titus 2 verses 11 through 15. Let's read it please. For the grace of God that bringeth salvation had appeared to how many? Ain't nobody going to have no excuse. Huh? God going to make provision for everybody that want to be saved to be saved. And all that want to reject, he going to make preservation for them that want to reject them too. Read the book. Teaching Teaching us that Oh, he sent forth. He sent forth teaching. He sent forth us teaching. Why? How? Through the apostles, teaching us that denying ungodly and worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this in the time you are upon earth, not after you're dead. When you're dead, you can't live nothing. You got to do it now. Amen. Amen. The month. was a formula and then there was a way of living that they just described in the book of Titus. I looked at that in the app, it said, to be peculiarly his own, eager, and enthusiastic about living a life that is good and filled with beneficiary deeds. Ooh, my Lord, my Lord. We got to be some enthusiasm. enthusiasm. And it should prompt us to be of some zealous works. Come on now. We ought to be trying to find what we can do in the kingdom of God. Amen. Because what we want to do, we want to promote this thing. We want to promote the goodness of Jesus. Hey, if you don't do nothing else, you need to make Jesus look good. Stop trying to make yourself look good. Because I don't care how much you paint yourself up. You can be ugly in the face of God. But you got a job to make God look good. Did that make sense? These things speak and exhort and rebuke with all authority. Let no man despise thee. Huh? Stand on your good works. Stand on your purpose. This is your finest hour. You may not get another chance. Come on now. Do like they say. Talk about me if you please. The more you talk, I'm going to get on my knees. Huh? This is your hour. Amen. This is the church hour for greatness. We, our minds is just in a box. And we're not allowing God to expand our thoughts and the ability to do the things that we think that are in him. Amen.